0: Hi again, now the question may arise what is EMF, what is microwaves and uh, why should I care and how can that affect my health? Well, everything that uses electricity no matter if it's a small lamp that you put on your head or if you have a battery radio or your cell phone, anything that uses electrical circuits and you have wires and all these things, even if it's your stove fan that you put on your wooden stove. um, I can promise you that almost every stove fan that people have at home, they are electrical. Even if you don't see any wires, you don't
1: plug it in everywhere. But I can talk about that later. Uh, the thing is that everything that uses electricity, creates creates bo- always an electrical and a magnetic field. And that's called electromagnetic field. Usually one is stronger than the other and uh, it
0: affects the bodies in different ways. And if you want to go more into details of how this affects uh, living organisms on this planet, There is a really, really good book written by Arthur Fiestenberg called The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. It's one of the best books I have ever written and maybe it's even one of the best books he has, (laughs) I mean I read and it's probably one of the best books he has written. Of course you never know when it's come to the future. Uh, but he also started the 5G
1: appeal against 5G satellites, for example, uh, that they that they want to have around the planet. The thing is
0: that, for starter, um, you have over
1: ten thousand scientific studies around the world. And it goes way back into time as well, at least in the 1930s. That shows how electrical and magnetic fields both that
0: comes around cables and stuff you have at home until what's called a far field. And that's when you start talking about wireless communication, because that's when you have You call it radio waves because it's I mean it's you usually make the analogy like you see a wave on the water but it's actually just um, the way it oscillates, how it uh, how, how it changes because for example the same way as a picture change so you can see a um, flowing, I mean a movie I mean uh, you have a lot of still, pic- still frames and it adds up so it looks like it's moving the same way you have it, I mean you have the same thing with sounds I mean you can see that usually on a graph that you see how the sound goes up and down. So you think of it as a wave and it's basically the same thing with um, uh, radio waves but uh, and um, you usually people hear the term microwaves
1: and that is specifically waves in a, certif- in a certain range of radio frequency spectrum and uh, that are a uh, centimeters in height it usually uh,
0: start from 300 megahertz uh, up to I think it's
1: about 300 gigahertz uh, it, you actually have a little bit um, differences of how Height should go and that's
0: when you talk about 5G that's when you usually start talking about millimeter waves because then the uh, the height I mean the smallness of the waves is measured in millimeters instead of centimeters that's why I call it microwaves because you, you measure it in centimeters up until basically a meter uh, and um, so, so what really happens is that none of these things has existed on this planet at all basically. Uh, I mean of course it's always been a little bit you have the earth has its own electromagnetic fields but all life on this planet has evolved with that field. Actually we need it to survive. You have done studies in, the, um, in Germany in the 70s where it put people young healthy people uh, in shielded rooms where they were shielded from the earth's natural electromagnetic fields what's happened was that bodies different internal systems uh, day and night cycle, hormonal systems,
1: stomach, all these things started to go out of sync and break down and how he could determine that it actually was Earth's electromagnetic field and not something else. He
0: created, they created uh, artificial I mean a uh, a resemblance of Earth's electromagnetic field and send it into the shielded room, and everyone weren't fine again, so that's how they could determine that it was not something else that the shielded out that we need. You get a little bit of electromagnetic field from the sun, but basically it's so low that it's only when you have a sunstorm that it can uh, these things happen and and that isn't so often, and that's why you
1: can have these blackouts. You had one in in Canada, I think it was like 87, very big blackout. I mean most of the time people have heard about these things
0: that if you get an extreme uh, solar outbreak, a solar storm, that could uh, destroy electrical power stations and electronics and stuff like that, or Usually, it's mostly satellites that are affected because they're so about high above the earth, so they aren't as well shielded against these things, and also they are very sensitive uh, compared to stuff on the ground and um, so and you, you, there can be some minute uh, waves coming from the stars, but what we have created today uh, in our homes. In the wires in the lights and everything, and that and everything that we send out from our Wi-Fi routers and from uh, cell phone towers or your car keys to your car, all these things that somehow works without a wire. You don't need a wire, but you're still communicating. Then it's wireless. Then you send. Uh, uh, it's called called. it's usually so far. It's called a far electrical field. It's still a field but it's it's weak and it goes a long way. So it's it's not something really that leaves what you send and then goes in the air and gets received. You actually get a field all the way but it's, it's weak. And a lot of people uh, get that wrong. And, and it's quite important because it affects how you can shield and why certain things can aff- Affect people's or animals and insects health and not so all these things uh, basically we basically when we started uh, playing with batteries in the 18th century and this is what Arthur by so well shows in his book that even then when you start doing primitive batteries and laden jars then people could get a shock and they couldn't get ill or uh, they could go, numb in a limb or get pains and health problems from those kind of small effects compared to what we have today. Because then life uh, hadn't been exposed to it at all. Because I mean nature is very smart. It basically works like this. It's a very good thing if you're sensitive to bad things in your environment because then you can avoid it instead of being in that bad environment and it will affect your genes and your offspring and you get mutation, all these kind of diseases. So it's a lot better to feel, uh, start feeling bad and move away from it. So basically, what's happening is that over the time, when we built up our all our electrical and wireless system, we have been in a way weeding out people that are more sensitive to this because they've got more sick and died earlier or couldn't have kids and stuff like this. And so basically, so it might sound like a good thing but it's not. In So what it basically has happened is that a lot of what we call industrial diseases or uh, welfare diseases, you have some different main names of it, has a lot to do with these electromagnetic fields. And it can be quite hard to understand because People think well we had this all these times and we don't feel anything and everything seems fine but you can actually see very clearly when you start in the the end of the 19th century when we're starting to building up the electrical system in different parts around the world that suddenly the village or the city that got electrical they start having certain kind of health problem diseases you start getting hands cancer and because what's really happening is that Life hasn't evolved around any of this at all, so because you basically had a big, I mean if you look at the entire electromagnetic frequency, it actually also entails light and x-rays and uh, and radioactivity, but these things exist naturally because I mean because visible light comes from the sun, so we have eyelids to shut our eyes and if it's too so strong we will burn ourselves or have to go into the shadow and uh, so we have sense organs for this. The same thing with sound. Sound is too strong. I mean you break your eardrums you can even die from it. So you want to shield yourself you keep away from the sources you avoid creating too high sounds and same thing with heat and cold. I mean heat that's infrared that's also part of the electromagnetic spectrum. Um, but when it comes to uh, electromagnetic waves we basically have a big window where basically nothing exists. Mm-hmm. Basically nothing uh, is sent uh, or in our environment for millions and billions of years. So life haven't had to evolve organs for it or in a way we actually have. I mean even in humans you have found uh, receptors in the brain and eyes and different things that can that, that gets affected by the natural very weak electromagnetic fields from the earth. And that's a way why birds and insects can navigate because they use these fields along with other things to find their surrounding. And for example when it comes to bees they they sense very very weak electrical field changes around the flower so then they can change, then they can uh, detect If the flower has been very recently pollinated or not. So, if there's, I mean, if it's been recently pollinated, well, then they go to a different flower. And these fields are only in, I mean, maybe a couple of uh,
1: milliwatts or even smaller, or I mean, volts per meter. And that's one of the other problems with a
0: lot of the stuff that we create today. Uh, there is a lot of changes. If you think about someone that has epilepsy. I mean if you have a lot of strobing lights they will not have a fit. Uh, I mean just yeah, think about how it would sound. I mean just think about how horrible it can ha- ha- sound when you have a lot of different noises from street lights or someone working with concrete or a jet engine. So if you have a lot of changes. It's, 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 it's not always so nice to your ears or to your eyes. And the same thing actually happens with electromagnetic fields as well. And a lot of people over the years that I have gotten sick from this. It's called microwave disease and microwave sickness. And it goes way back. I mean, when we started, one of the first things that we start using electric, electricity for was a telegraph. So then you got something called the telegraph disease, and you that's basically a carbon blueprint of the symptoms when someone gets ill from electromagnetic fields. So and it it has been called uh, I mean radio operator disease and uh, and um, those women working with the switchboard and with the telephone when had manual switchboard. I mean, they got the disease too. I don't know what that word description is called in English. I'm very sorry. I'm Swedish. I can't know anything and yeah, it's a reason for laughing. Uh, and um, I mean, you can, you call it the radar disease and then when the computers arrived, you start calling it, um, I mean, yeah, then, then it called, the new, because it was the, the screens that was, was the most... Um, Toxic that emitted most toxic fumes, and uh, you had you had not just uh, electromagnetic waves. Jackson F actually had X rays and gamma rays coming from the screens. Uh, so people got so you basically got um, monitor sickness, or that's what it was called in Swedish, You translate. I don't know. I don't know really know what it, so what they were called in English and. Um, And when when even more electronics start arriving you start calling the electrical disease and then uh, in the end it it was called EHS that stands for electrical hypersensitivity Uh, and in Swedish it's basically the same word but with Swedish words. Uh, The only thing that I have a problem with it. Uh, and I mean it's impossible to prove or maybe it can be proved but I have been working and been part of the Swedish nonprofit organization for people that has this disability uh, and get ill and sick and can't work um, when, when it is when you have electromagnetic fields and microwaves around you and there there's a lot of I have heard a lot of um, anecdotal and that points towards that the industry has has been pushing so we should use this kind of wording that it's a sensitivity, a hypersensitivity, instead of that it's a damage. Because if you, if someone would say, "Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm microwave damage, or I'm, electro, or I'm computer damage, or or uh, electrical, electromagnetic damage, or something like that," I don't know what would be the best word to try and describe the entire thing. I mean, then the idea arrives in people's heads sometimes. I mean, that if he or she can get damaged, then my, that might happen to me. But if you suddenly have a wording that implies that it's someone is hypersensitive, then it sounds like it's something with the individual, that they have some kind of sensitivity that they that they have in their genes or whatever you believe the origin of it is. So then the natural thought more arises that well they are very sensitive. It's so sad for them, but normal people we don't get affected. So basically you neutralize the entire. I mean, fight against uh, against getting this important information out because we can live with. Uh, I mean, having electrical things in our world, but it has to be built properly. Pro- I mean, properly. It has to be shielded properly. And I mean, before these wireless things arrived, or especially in Sweden up until like the 80s and 90s, you had a lot more rules of how, how um, electrical things had to be shielded. Of course, you probably didn't everything wasn't done good and you probably didn't have all the rules that would have been needed but it was more and you, you couldn't build something in a certain way and if, if things were built in other countries and was imported to Sweden to sell here then it has to go through testing and get a special uh, certificate or, or like a marking that it's been approved by the state or that authority uh, checking the equipment so it w- wasn't allowed to emit too much uh, radio waves no matter if it was on purpose or not because it could interfere with other things and it because you already had scientific research proving that this might be damaging for people's health. So before we start getting too much electronics in our equipment and electronics that's what I'm talking about when you have a lot more smart circuitry. I mean a normal our ga- normal electrical stove where you just have uh, where you just can turn on and off. You don't have any screens and buttons and stuff. It's just simple. That's just electrical. Or if you have a toaster that you just can put up and you don't have any smart button or anything, it's, it's just a normal old toaster or a hairdryer. Then there's no electronic, it isn't smart. Uh, but if you start having electronics, they have a screen or a touch display or where you can or you can. Yeah. Th- then, then, then it's then. Then you have electronics in it. You have a pr- processor. You have some kind of computing device or sensory apparatus. I mean, uh, you have chips in it, and that's when you start creating more harmful uh, on purpose or by accident to your surrounding, and also into the electrical. See, I mean.
1: Uh, Into the electrical system so it propagates to other people's homes and then can be emitted from wires. So, when that's starting to arrive in the 70s and forward, even
0: before the smartphone, that's when you start having a bigger push from the industry to try and get rid of these um, standards because. I mean up until that point it wasn't, I mean, when you had research showing that oh it might be harmful to live too close to a power line. Or uh, to sit too long in front of a TV or sleep uh, too close to a circuit breaker or the main cable to the house or whatever. Or if you had magnetic fields that are stronger than this. That happened in cars as well. I mean you have car manufacturers when they were trying different uh, versions of where you should have the car battery if you might have it. You, I mean, you have versions where you have the car battery under the pa- I mean the passenger seat or the back seat or the driver's seat or even the trunk. I don't know why they even why they even try those things. I think it could be in the car all the time, but anyway, so then you got a lot of electromagnetic fields and Since we know there is research that magnetic fields, I mean the closer something is to you the more it affects you. So then it can be weaker and have a worse effect than something that is far away but strong. Because everything is relative to where you are. Uh, And so basically you have had car manufacturing having to withdraw or put up press release that people have to uh, have to um, coming to their workshops to get that changed or shielded or fixed because uh, that, that could be a source of unhealth. But all these things have gone out through the window over the years because it interferes with profit. It might just, sometimes it could be just a couple of cents or a dollar to make something a lot nicer and affecting people's health less. And sometimes it's more expensive. So, but most a lot of times it's always easier to build something that is nicer than trying to fix it afterwards. Uh, and um, so, uh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to make some more clips where I'm trying to, where, I'm, where I will be trying to show you more how one might be able to detect these fields or how you can uh, try to illustrate a little bit better uh, that we have all these fields around us and I mean especially with the wireless build up we have had in society uh, there is so much research and you have so much correlation uh, between when you put up a cell phone tower and people get sick and uh, when you have turned on a new technology, when, when the, for example, GSM called 2G, when that was turned online in 97 98 in Sweden, you can see from county to county uh, when that was turned on. When you look at the sick. On health and sick, uh, sick leave numbers because you then you suddenly start having a big rise in people that get different kinds of disease and a lot of things happen. that's when you start having an increase in burnout before that that wasn't so common because because this is uh, and because these el- electromagnetic fields interferes with the body's internal system and it's not just the brain and nervous system that people most of it normally think about that it's electrical I mean when you measure the heart and and EKG uh, or the brain with EEG I mean that is electromagnetic fields you measure that the body creates itself you can actually measure the body's or or the heart's electromagnetic field from up to six meters away with equipment so it's quite a strong field I mean compared to a living system not compared to what we have around us today artificial stuff and it's not just that the body in itself communicates with very weak fields, ra- ranging from everything from uh, gigahertz up, on, up to um, 70 to 80 gigahertz. You have, uh, I mean, a medical equipment that work with this field to measure the body or to correct with a biofeedback loop to try and correct unhealth in the body. So when we start having all these artificial uh, wireless frequencies going all around us, you you start getting a lot of problem with health. I mean you, you have you have so much that shows that the insect population is declining because of this. Bird population is declining because of this. Amphibians are very sensitive to electromagnetic field changes and increase in the artificial stuff. So, there is so much uh, out there that shows about this. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and in the future also show
1: more where you might find this information. Okay, bye.